welcome to Fudipadu. We say bon. Comment allez-vous, Salomon? Si, senor. <laughs> muy bien, muy bien. We are recording Footy for Two from the great city of Paris, France. The Eternal City. The Eternal City. No, that's wrong. I, oh, you're right. I want to see if you. Am I? Uh, wow. Well, what? Oh, there's so much you know that I don't know, so. Thank you. Uh, but we're in Paris. We've come here to watch some Euro matches. We'll be in the Eternal City next week. We will. We are visiting. Uh, we are visiting a big Roma fan in Rome. Giacomo Ferroni. Giacomo Ferroni. Anyway, greetings, everyone from Paris. Uh, the Euros are in a word, Salman. What's the, if you had only one word? Think about Football. your word. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good word for them. Yeah. Nationality. We arrived a, uh, a day and a half ago. We had a very full first. Day of football. Yeah, I just like to say this constantly. We have every match that we've been here, we've watched at least 20 or 30 minutes of, like for real. Fan zone in our hotel, at the pub. But most matches, or in person. we've watched many pat- matches in their entirety. And we, yeah. and we saw our first match in person last night, Germany Poland. We'll get to that. Thrilling, not. It, it was a great match if you enjoy. There were some chances. There were some chances. Do you want to run through the highlights? Yeah, let's run through the highlights of Germany-Poland last night. Second uh, match of group, what are they? I think C. Second match of group C, Germany-Poland at Stade de France in Saint-Denis. Let's talk about the highlights. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we'll, we'll get to Arch- that. Arkadizius Milik. Yeah. He's a good striker for IEX. A lot of big clubs want him in Queen Atletico Madrid, but I don't Leicester City. Mm-hmm. But he was not, he missed a plethora of chances. I the word plethora, don't you? Plethora. Uh, plethora. plethora. I think it's plethora, but that's one of those words that nobody ever actually ever says. They just, I said it. Yeah, you just did. write it. Uh, it's a plethora of chances. Yeah, they did. He had a header. A bunch. A bunch of chances. A, a buttload. He had a header 20 seconds in the second half. So in I, I would have put away. I would have uh, put that one away. <laughs> in all seriousness, I mean, you couldn't. Would you say that either team played poorly? I mean, there were a lot of missed chances. On the other I hand, Bayern fans it looked good because the first time in the years they saw the Boateng Hummels partnership, it was very, very good. I have to say, Boateng was our man in the match before it was announced that he was the man in the match. Yeah. He he just looked, he just took control of the back half and as in one one Boateng. unbelievable, seemingly goal saving tackle on. I think it was his teammate Lewandowski. Lewandowski, yeah. Anyway, it was a live match. We had a lot of fun. We went with our friend Will Goodlad, who's visiting here the Euros from London. Oxford used to be London. And it was a great experience, but it was so, not the best game. We have six more to go. We so. have six more live matches to go over the next couple of weeks, which we'll be telling you about. So let's, go, let's back up to when we first arrived, Salman, the other day. So we were walking from our hotel to the Eiffel Tower fan zone. It was about a good 55-0-minute walk, I'd say. It was a long walk. I was chanting my Slovakian accent. Should I do it here? Sure. Or might I offend some people? Um, you might offend some people. I, I so offend go people for it. anyway. You do. Slovakia. Yes, yes, Slovakia. <laughs> do you like it? Adam Nemech is the best, actually worst footballer in the world. <laughs> I, let's talk about Adam Nemec for a second. Let's talk. He's about, a former let, NYCFC. We talked about him before. Like I said, if you're a cut by NYCFC. You know you're pretty bad. Let's should we but talk about? He hasn't scored a club goal in over two calendar years. Should we talk for a moment about Adam Nemec's career highlights? Yeah. Let's let's talk about Adam Nemec's career highlights. There's that one time when he's standing on the beach. Ah, uh, he was drinking out of a coconut. That was really exciting. I missed that. Was that true? 
It was. You saw that on Instagram or something? Twitter, yeah. all, right, all right, let's back up. First, uh, the first match we we watched here in so the Euro Fan Zone. Um, for those who don't know what it is here, there are several around France, but the one in Paris is set up in, the, in a beautiful park whose name I can't recall at the moment. That's just south of the Eiffel Tower. As you look onto the Eiffel Tower. It's it holds about up to eighty thousand people. The fan zone. So it's a big outdoor area with huge TV screens. Yeah, stores, places to play. Everything. Fan shops. We, we bought a very nice football there. We bought one. Got a nice football, kicking it around. Had a nice kickabout with some guys from... Senegal. Senegal. Nice players. The one was better than the other, the shorter one. They're both pretty short. The one who had no hair, the one had the dreads. Mm, dreads. And yeah. you were looking good. You look Thank good. You, you look good. Your hand, you're dribbling. You look good. I think I look very good for a 52-year-old who doesn't really play footy. With a broken foot. Dad, don't like, you're, old, you're older than 50. 52. I said 52. I copped up to the full thing. By the oh, way, it's it. Father's Day in a few days. Mazel tov. <laughs> okay, so anyway, we went to We're the... We're going to shot if I the Germany pull the match. What's that? Nothing. We went to the fan zone to... Uh, and we saw the Slovakia-Russia match. Uh, the second second half, I guess. So you want to describe highlights there? So we were in, it was 2-0 to the Slovaks. Uh, Vladimir Weiss, a four-minute city player, I believe. And Murray Hamzik, the Napoli captain who I really like, scored. Hamzik had one of the goals of the tournament. He curled it. I think it went far post. Hit hit the inside and just rolled across to the near post. It all in the goal. It was a great goal. Mm-hmm. World class. Slovakian fans versus Russian fans at the fan. The fan zone was not very crowded that first day we were there. Uh, Good 20,000. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to tell over that big a space. But it wasn't crowded. Yeah. Although for the for the later game when we were watching the second game there Romania Switzerland we watched the first game there it was definitely getting more crowded yeah it was getting later today it was a week getting day. close to the France match too getting close I'm sure it was z- packed for that but we of went course. to a, a pub for that one so um, anyway Slovakia two one over Russia any other highlights yeah like go from Oleg Sotov on uh, Zenit high rate. Then we watched, as I said, the first half of Romania, Switzerland at the fan zone. Switzerland is one of my four or five dark horses of the tournament. You have a lot of dark um, horses. Italy, um, no, Ukraine is not one, I forgot. Um, Portugal, Austria, so I only have four. I you think. have a lot of dark horses. Italy, Portugal, Austria, and Switzerland. And how many bright horses? How many favorites, true favorites in your Spain, estimation? Belgium, Germany, and France. England? But Where's England? England? Neither England, dark horse England nor is in between. A gray horse. They're in the twilight zone. Yeah. Although, interestingly, very good showing, ultimately, yesterday. But that's, it's not time yet, Steve. It's, it's not, not time, time yet to talk about that one. Okay, Romania-Switzerland f- final result was 1-1. So, one, at, one. One, at half time, it was 1-0. I mean, Switzerland was one of my dark horses. They have a lot of great players. If you watch, I think they played world-class football in the first half. I didn't watch much of the second half, but they were just so good in the first half. They were unlucky not to score. Stanku of of Romania scored his second goal of the tournament, second penalty. Mm-hmm. So, so he's, he's actually tied for the golden boot. With uh, Gareth Bale. Two free kicks. And with Payet. What's his, Two what's first, what's his first Dimitri. name? Dimitri. Dimitri Payet. What a player. What a player. Let's bring him to NYCFC, or at least to Barca. Uh, yeah, I'd rather Barca. Yeah. Okay, Romania 1-1, final result. Then for the France match, uh, France having one... Their first match uh, was facing Albania, who was expected to not do too much, correct? They're going to be the worst here in the tournament. Is that true? At least a 3 0 So we went to a pub called the Great Canadian. Yes. Which is a pub that we found. Oh, Canada. A couple of years ago when we were here, we watched some Champions League matches. And it's basically a sports bar in Saint Germain. Yeah. And it's fun. A lot of TVs, a lot it of spirited is. people. And so for the France match, how would you describe the atmosphere there? 
great. It was packed, absolutely packed. Almost as much as Smithfield is during the Classico. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the spirit you would describe Alleluia. as we may, there were uh, quite a few Albanian fans. Well, I don't know about many, but they were... Like 10 or 12. They were together in a group. I, I learned how to chant Albania in Albania. Let's hear it. CP. CP. And we got to talking with a nice guy who we were told was some kind of who diplomat. Told you that? His friend who works there, who works at the pub. Anyway, he was a lovely man, probably maybe 40, 45 years old. Yeah. Told me a good bit about the, the recent-ish history of Albania. Yeah. And he was extremely proud to be there. He lives in France, but he was in Paris, but he was extremely proud to be here watching his Albanian team. First ever Euro. And it was interesting because it was scoreless into the 89th minute, and Albania was in feeling like total minute, studly heroes. In, I think for Sanya, I might be wrong. And then Antoine Griezmann with the header. Griezmann having come on to replace the taller and yet less capable Olivier Giroud. Was he on for Giroud? No, uh, Gignac went on for Giroud. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Giroud did, was, was subbed off. Must <laughs> Thank God. Well, Giroud had a lot of header chances. Couldn't put it in. He's what they call one and three strike, chance striker. He'll, he'll score a lot, but for every one chance, get, everyone goes to make at least two chances. And then France ended up getting another even later goal in stoppage. 90th minute from, yeah. from Dimitri Payet. Nice goal. Nice goal. If you are the host team right now or the host country, uh, how do you feel about your chances going forward? You're, you're through. You're already through you're your through. group. We're gonna, we might see you when you group. That would be nice. If we you, might see them when? When we see them against Switzerland. We, if they don't lose, they win the group. Ah, correct. That's our next uh, – is that our – that's not our next match. That's our next to next match. Our next match, match is Portugal-Austria, and I'm rooting for Austria. Mm-hmm, because okay. Portugal contains a certain – Cristina Panado. So it's nice to see you carry your uh, anti-Madridista uh, feelings into a national tournament. Thank you. Solomon. It feels good. <laughs> very, it, feels, very, it makes you feel like a whole person. Very consistent. So uh, France uh, France beat Albania 2-0. And then that was our first day. Then yesterday, uh, three matches once again. Probably the, tomorrow by the time it's out. The early match. I mean two days ago. The early match was 3 p.m. local time. And that was. And what time did we wake up? We woke up at about <laughs> 1.30 in the afternoon. Yes, we did. That's the longest sleep uh, either. Well, between jet lag and watching football all day and into the night, the previous night, uh, we needed some sleep. Yeah. Then yesterday, uh, first match of the day, England-Wales. You were wearing your... Jamie Vardy, Leicester City jersey. And walking to the pub. One guy freaked out saying, oh, he's wearing a Leicester jersey. And then we were by another another guy yells from a car, Jamie Vardy is having a party. And I felt very good. And our friend Will said I could be... Uh, honorary Englishman for exactly. the day. Exactly. So your uh, allegiance to at least Vardy did not seem like it be, would be rewarded for many, many, many minutes yeah. in the uh, England match. So once again, Vardy in, did not start. Bale with a stunning free kick. For stunning how? What do you mean hard, by stunning? It was a good free kick. Hart messed it up, but I thought it was a good free kick. Joe Hart, pride of Shrewsbury. If, that, if, if be, I were, be happy with me actually being nice about it with Rudy stuff for once. I'm Rudy, I do. Yeah. Well, you do like you do like uh, you do like. But well, let me ask you this. Um, okay. Let's say you're watching that same free kick. It was from 35 yards, wasn't it? At least. So if if you, uh, how many out of ten does uh, do I score like no, a nine? Does a does a uh, in a typical Premier League match, how many of those kicks out of ten would have been stopped by the keeper? Depends who's taking them. No, that kick. Let's say Bale took that very kick. I think it scored two or three or four. Mm, so you don't think it was a terrible heart? Mistake. 
No. Like, you know I can be very quick to disparage goalkeeper. I don't think it was that bad of a mistake. I probably would have said it was worse if they hadn't won the game. Mm-hmm. But then at halftime, both Daniel Sturridge and Jamie Vardy come on. 56 minutes in, I think. My best friend in the whole wide world, Jamie <laughs> Charles, will say his middle name. I have no idea. So we'll call him JCV, Jamie Charles Vardy. You mm-hmm. though we don't know his actual middle name. Mm-hmm. Well, scores the equalizer for England. His a, goal a was not spectacular. Goal scrappy, scrappy is a nice word for it. Yeah. It was well, a, a goal is a goal in a European championship. It was a corner finals. that was kind of banged out a little bit and then banged back into the box. And oh, it was headed back into deeper into the box by the defender, which is why Vardy, who was K- it was it, Cahill, I think, yeah. who was in an offsides position. Uh, oh, I, I, I get it. Yeah, Cahill was on the man, but the Wales defender headed it back. Because it looked like an offsides goal, but the referee was on the ball, made a good call, okay. and, and it was a good goal. 1-1. One, one. Now, at that point, 1-1 one, one in the pub, most of the supporters in the pub were for England, certainly, or yeah. agnostic. Not Were there Welsh supporters? I don't believe, I don't I remember any. So. Yeah. And then? It was like the 92nd minute, Sturridge scores. He... Do you want me to do the dance so no one can see? Do you want me to do his dance? Sure, do do the Sturridge dance. Is it is that good? That was pretty good. He didn't get to do the full dance because he was mobbed, he got by, mobbed. His, by his teammates. Describe the goal. I don't remember it. Mm. I have goal amnesia. It's called I've been diagnosed. <laughs> I don't remember. Even when I score a goal, I n- almost never remember it right well, after. I remember it a little bit. I can't remember I who like the ball that. came from. It was mostly self-created, though. He was going ball. down kind of left edge of the box, cut back in right, and it was a very Did precise on his goal. Right? I believe so. He's left footed. Um, maybe it was maybe it was left footed to the right edge of the goal. I, I think it was a two right footed. But it it was a uh, skillful and beautiful goal and a very 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 um, dramatic come from behind victory for England, which puts them in great shape in the group. Yes, or pretty good shape. Yeah, if they win. I mean, against... they're almost certain to go through. It's it's almost impossible for them to not go through, right? Probably, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Moving on then. Uh, that was our early match yesterday. The second match is the one match since we've gone here we haven't watched any of. And it's a shame because I just want to say, by the time this episode's out, all the games we played for today, but uh, I think today might be the best day of the group stage, just in terms of well, quality of the matches. It's Italy, Sweden, which we're going to watch with our friend Simon Cooper, who's going to be on the show. Um, Czech Republic, Croatia, and then Spain, Turkey. Mm-hmm. So it's very good football. A lot of good football today. Yeah, then uh, Northern Ireland upset Ukraine 2-0. Goals from uh, McCauley and McGinn. And then Gareth McCauley, Niall McGinn. Because McGinn scored in the 96. Uh, Northern Ireland, uh, what was their result first match? Uh, one no loss to Poland where Milik actually did score. Mm-hmm. So Leva now... hasn't scored this tournament. So that means... I think, okay, oh, sorry. I think Lewandowski's a good striker. I think he's overrated. Out. Yeah, no, never mind. He's not overrated. I think, I think he's overrated, I think, when he scored five goals in nine minutes against Wolfsburg mm-hmm. in the goal of the season. Bye. How big a deal will it be for Northern Ireland to go through? Very big, if it happens. Mm-hmm. So they've got three points now, and they played Germany, correct? Yeah. That's um, Okay, so that'll be everybody's... Would you say that's the biggest kind of underdog match of the, the entire tourney then, Northern Ireland against Germany? That with France Albania. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Really? Yeah, but that, that we don't all know how that worked out. France barely won. Right. Then last night, the final match that we saw. We talked about that. We did talk about Do that. Do you have amnesia? Germany, I have Poland. full amnesia. Do you have just straight up amnesia? Can we talk about the experience of getting there? Oh, yes. You, you talk, but I can't handle it. Takes a while to get there. It's in, it's in, um, I don't know whether it's in Paris proper outside St- um, Saint Denis. I guess it's um, technically suburban. The train, you know, took a long, whatever. The whole trip was fine. It was a little longer and crowded and hotter than usual. Trains were running kind of eh. 
But then <laughs> you had to wait on these really long lines to get into the stadium. There were about three or four layers of security. Is that right? Yeah. The first one where they make you put oh, down one your, second. your drinks. One second. Then one coming into the stadium grounds where they, I guess we didn't have bags. I guess that would have checked the bags. Make sure you have a ticket to get in. But then the one to get into the actual stadium itself. And I think there were 26 doors because it was A through Z, 26 yeah. gates. And each gate line was about 30, two or 300 people long. 30, it like. 45 minutes. 30 or 45 minutes. But they were longer because on our line, which is line S. The we, poles have a tendency in their countries of not staying on lines. They just stand up in line wherever they, go, wherever they want. I know there are some countries where line standing is not an accepted uh, trait or for everyone thinks that this is not 100% true well it was amazing so we see the line what do you do when you see a long line we're trained you get on the back you go to the back of the line and you go to the back line you kind of say oh rats this is going to be a, a long wait but that's what you do you wait in line but Polish fan after Polish fan after Polish fan and we, can, Polish we could identify them because they were wearing their Polish gear and there were no German fans doing this uh, no 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 Germans are the most sophisticated organized or following people in the whole world. They do. Of course they get up. Sometimes to the detriment of humankind. Oh, 100%. In the past. Oh, yeah. We should say that... Uh, I was very scared about my Judaism in this match. Were you really? Not really, no. Yeah. Well, poll after poll after poll after poll. What they do... It's, they it's actually sticks. It's actually Stick pretty funny. And... It's actually pretty funny the way <laughs> they just do it. They're they, good at it. They just come up like in groups they, of they one, must know two, they're not supposed to do three it, right? or four... I, you know, they do it so blatantly that it almost makes me think that if you ask them about it, they would say, I just don't believe in lines. I believe in mobs. I don't believe in lines. Yeah. And so the line just kept getting slower and slower and slower and slower. So our advice would be the next time that you, dear listener, are waiting online in Poland or with a bunch of Polish football fans... Either get up, just forget about it, or cut to the front of the line. Right, just do, because it's really kind of every line stander for him or herself. Exactly. Um, and that made me root for Germany. Yeah. Didn't matter. It Pol- Poland won nil-nil. <laughs> Poland did win nil-nil. Okay, so we, far. We wish we could stay, but we have stuff to do. We have to talk to Simon Cooper. It's not footy for one, it's footy for two. Nicely done. Was, okay. that, was that a good ending? That, w- that was a good ending. Song. Bonsoir. 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 Thank you.